welcome back to a very special episode of Drunken Book Club. Why is it special? Every episode is special, that's why. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Christopher the Rupal. Sorry, sorry. Christopher the Goopal, if you would. Joined with... Sam the Vamp. Oh, she's a vamp now. Mm. How, how original. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and... If you serve me. <laughs> you were my Renfield. What? Yeah, right. You're right. <laughs> uh, and on this episode of the podcast, we read The Adventures of the Bailey School Kids, Ghouls Don't Scoop Ice Cream, because we originally had an episode planned out for Lord of the Rings, but it fell through. Um, due to no, no, nothing, nothing at all. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. That's, that's another reason why I kind of wanted to go to Drunken Book Club, is like, if we have a week where we can't have them over, we can have something like this. To fall back on, because I literally read this in two days. Like, not even. It, I pretty much finished it yesterday. I just finished my notes today. And you finished it in, like, what, 20 minutes? Something like that. <laughs> it was a quick read. A very quick read. Alrighty, so I guess it's time to go over what we pre-gamed on. Sam, what's pre-game on? I pre-gamed on a rum and coke with a cherry vanilla Captain rum. Morgan cherry vanilla. We, yes. We went to BevMo, and they had some pretty... This very nice lady who was... From the Captain Morgan Company, uh, offering out the the rum. Like and doing little samples. Little sample cups with a little bit of uh, Coke Zero with it. And I was impressed. Sam was impressed. I was like, fuck it. Whenever I'm impressed by one of those, I want to support these people because I want to, you know, I want to, I want the co- their company to know they did a good job of selling me on something. Yeah. And it's a good product. Yeah, I was going to say, if you sell me on the product, you sell me on the product. Exactly. Yeah. Last time that's real I really remember that happening was when I worked for a hellish company. Yeah. And I woke up late to a training. Woo. So yeah, there's that. And uh I also pre-gamed on that as well, but I had a Diet Coke instead of a Coke with mine. <laughs> what? Just the way you said it, I don't know. <laughs> I I was just pointing out that I drink diet versus regular. I know. And then what are you currently nursing? I am having a left hand milk stout float with chocolate ice cream. Yep. And I am having a milk stout milkshake with chocolate ice cream. And uh, did you try try mine? No. Do you no, want to try mine? Uh, I mean, it'll probably taste the same, but I... I like yours better, honestly. Yeah, you want to like, trade? I can trade. No, I'm good with mine, okay. but still try it. Yeah, yours just tastes like the milk stout. Yeah, there's sometimes like a hint of chocolate in there. Yeah, honestly, mine didn't taste that good at first. It was definitely a, it needed to sit a little bit to get the, like, everything kind of balanced out. I'm getting more ice cream as I go, but it's still, like... Yeah. And I don't mind the milk stout. Like, it's a good... Yeah, I was about to say, Left Hand's a good company. It's just more when you get, like, ice, when you're expecting See, I'm glad we went with this one versus the Campfire Stout, the, uh, That could be one. a little more overpowering. I think it would have been a little overpowering. I do like that stuff. I think if, if we had a s'mores ice cream, Ooh. that would have been good, but... We'd also have a s'mores ice cream. So, yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm fine if we get, like, a pint, but not a whatever size we got. Like, quart, I think, is what I think we quart, have. yeah. I think we got a quart of Brayers. Which is good. Like, Which no. It's good. I was supposed to say, I'm I, not complaining. I can say you're never going to hear me. I was supposed to say, yeah, we have ice cream in the house now. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm like... We, we shouldn't, because we're both sweet... We both have giant sweet tooths. Yeah, we're going to, like... We're both chocoholics. Yeah. So... All right, so that's our pregame. Uh, Sam, what was your first impression of the book? You you picked it up this afternoon. You're like, what's this baby blue bullshit? What What's going on? So it's the same picture as they always kind of do of the kids gawking at... I'll, I'll, I'll cover the cover. Okay. So, so my what, thought... what is your first impression? What, what, what did you, you think, think the story was, was going to be about? 
oh, look, this person is weird. They're supernatural. They're not supernatural. They're just different. And then you never truly know. Yeah. My first impressions were the kids see this cute goth girl and are like, she's so pale and sad. She must be the living dead. Maybe they see her eat some kind of weird thing that looks like a brain and that confirms their suspicions. Which I'm not that far off. Yeah, I was going to say, you're... Uh, so the cover. A real beauty of a cover. We haven't had something this well done since the Babysitter's Club. But I digress. The kids are sitting at a restaurant counter. Howie and Melody stare open-mouthed. Liza sips on a milkshake like a fat troll. And Eddie looks unimpressed and is about to shoot the attendant with some milkshake from a straw, like the little monster that he is. In the foreground is our monster. A cute goth femboy named Scout wears a dark blue sweater with their hoodie up as they look sadly at the life they live, serving milkshakes to a bunch of ingrates, and they can't make porn on OnlyFans to make more money yet because it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> what is it? Is it? Does that go a little too far? <laughs> Very specific. That's that's how I felt about this cover, which I, I actually really did like this cover. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a decent cut. Like it's definitely a better cover than we've had in a while. Yeah, usually whenever we go over books, like any book in general, I usually ask Sam which one we should do. But like one, we were in kind of a rush. And two, my other option, like, I have a bunch of Bailey School kids, because these are, like, the easiest fucking things to read. It's like, this and Magic Treehouse are, like, my go-tos if I'm, like, we need something quick. What do we got? Yeah. <laughs> and why are you looking at my comic book shelf? What did I point Because you that pointed way? that way. I, it, it was just to I, I know. insinuate the conversation. I know. I, you know I'm easy to lead. Oh, look over there. <laughs> she, she looked. There's nothing to look at. <laughs> uh, but I was originally going to choose... Oh, I had another one up, and I was just like... I, I, I can't remember which one of the other ones I chose, but I chose this one because I was like, we can make, I knew some ice cream uh, recipes from the little back book, and I was like, this is the perfect choice. So, yeah. yeah. So let, let's, go, let's go forward. Chapter one, Vampire Teacher. Oh, oh man. I, I miss having titles on these chapters. I'm it's so saying. nice. It's so nice. It gives away everything, <laughs> except for one of the chapters we'll get to. The kids are bummed because they've been assigned 100 math problems to do for homework that night. Did you ever... I, I don't remember ever doing, like, 100 math problems, but I remember doing, like, a bunch of math problems in elementary school. I remember there was... I don't know if it was 100 or if it was 50 or whatever, like, those long sheets. Mm -hmm. But it's usually the simple ones, like, yeah. the 3 plus 3 is 6. Yeah. 5 plus 6 is 11. Yeah, 2 times 1 is 1. Is 2. Shh. I failed for a reason. <laughs> But yeah, like one of those where it's not going to be a hard one. It's just a, like, I remember they even made you do it quick. Like they would time you on how fast. Oh, I hated that. I sucked at those. Cause like, I had to look at everything like very specific and like, I had to redo those so many times. I fucking hated those so much. I actually much. did pretty decently. Like I was not one of those I, kids. I, I used to not do well under pressure. Now look at me. I do really well under pressure. And now I crack under pressure. Hey, maybe we shouldn't stress kids out with this. Just saying. Uh, but yeah, they have a hundred math... They have a bunch of problems. All of them are pissed about it, except for Howie, because he's a math Melvin. They decide to get doodle gum shakes to cheer themselves up. What the fuck is a doodle gum shake? I get they're going to doodle burger. But doodle gum is where it's lost. Is it, is it gum flavored? Do they make Do gum they have, flavored well, shakes? I know, I know you can get like blizzards and shakes and stuff with like gumballs in it. Oh, that just sounds so And I never got the appeal. 
Yeah, that reminds me of a Hey Arnold episode, the uh, Heat Wave episode. I think it's just called Heat. And, like, uh, they're, they're, they're trying to tip, they're, like, uh, revolting against the Jolly Ollie Man. And then Arnold's like, hey, everybody, stop fucking doing this, even though I'm the one who started it. Um, what's it called? He's, like, saying everybody's, like, favorite treats and stuff. And, like, Helga's is, like, a fudge gumball thing, and it just sounds so gross. Chris, if you have the time, drop the clip in. If not, it's okay. You, you have your phone for a reason. You can probably drop it in. Do it. Thanks. And Helga. What about those chocolate-covered bubblegum drumsticks you love? Yeah, I was like, well, and at first I misread it. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And I had to, like, reread it, like, three times for the doodle gum shake. I was like, what the fuck is that? It kind of went over my head at first, because I was like, oh, doodle. I thought it was just doodle shakes, because they're going to doodle burger. Because mm-hmm. I looked at the cover and it says doodle, doodle burger. Doodle I think I saw, like, I saw a different letter instead of doodle for a minute. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? Google burger. Noodle burger. Noodle burger. <laughs> I mean, I've actually had, like, a Robin Burger before. Yeah. The kids drop some ex- exposition about Mrs. Jeepers, the teacher, and their theory of how she's a vampire. Then Howie drops that maybe she's a ghoul, a monster that is a spy for vampires, which I don't think that's what a ghoul is. The kids make it to the restaurant, and Eddie barges in, but stops in his tracks when he sees a chapter break. So you know what I remember with a ghoul? And I could be wrong on this, so don't, mm-hmm. like, quote me, because... Oh, Sam, my notes, I have the definition of what a ghoul is at the end. Because I remember, like, because vampires were hot shit, like, in the early high school days. Yeah. And I remember, like, somewhere, because the vampire lore gets fucked up everywhere, because there's five different, you know. Yeah, everyone does their own fucking thing. Well, and also with teen romances, they're not really going to be like, we must stick to true vampire lore. But one of them was, like, a ghoul was, like, when you try to turn someone into a vampire, but they weren't a virgin. Was one the of them. The fuck? Yeah, I remember that very specifically. I don't know why. And I was like, that sounds weirdly Who contrived. Who wrote this one? Do you know? I don't know. I think It might have been an internet thing. Because to be fair, that was like 14 years ago. Okay. So it's not one of those where I can go, oh mm-hmm. yes. I remember a Sims thing where you could turn people into ghouls instead of vampires as a mod. Chapter 2, Scout. It's a new girl working the counter. At least that's what Howie tells them because they're unaware of her gender as they wear a dark blue hoodie with the hoodie up. The kids order their shakes, and the girl with red eyes and pale skin makes them with slow, silent movement. The kids eye their name tag, and it says Scout. The kids get their shakes and head to a table as they speak in hushed voices about the new girl. They think she's sick, and Eddie complains that she shouldn't be working if she is. Which honestly is fair. Eddie, baby, capitalism doesn't allow sick people to take off work. But I at least understand the motive of, like, I'm like, he actually has a point. Yeah. Eddie isn't the worst in this book. I know, it's weird. He's not the worst in this book. I know, I was like... I've been wanting to say... Because I try not to discuss uh, the book stuff with Sam beforehand. Because we miss out on some really funny things that we say. Yeah. And, like, I've been wanting to be like, Oh, Eddie's not the worst this time. It's fucking great. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh my god, he's not just a total fucking turd the whole time. He's not a turd. He's 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 not a a chode. Yeah, I'm like, I would actually consider hanging out with him. Eddie's the goat in this book. Yeah. Uh, they then see that she's making herself something. It's red ice cream that she drowns with this red syrup. She puts her face real close to the mess and slurps it up loudly. The kids stare at her like the rude children they are, and Liza finds the red syrup dribbling down Scout's face. Looks a lot like blood. It's Chap- cherry. It's cherry. Yeah. No, they think it's strawberry. Could be either. I think strawberry. I'm guessing cherry, because cherry tends to be darker than strawberry. Yeah, with syrup, though? I agree with this. I don't, I don't think they make cherry syrup. 
At least back then, they would definitely have strawberry syrup. Yeah, so it might just be strawberry, but either way, like, it's... Yeah. So, chapter three, Neighborhood of the Dead. A girl, uh, sorry, a, yeah, a girl walks into the fast food establishment, and it's a girl from their class named Carrie. She's a blonde-haired girl with long eyelashes and is dressed as a Melvin in the picture, but honestly, she is adorable. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I think she's adorable. Eddie tries to look inconspicuous because she has a crush on him, and he doesn't have time for them dames. She spots them and plans on joining them with a shake as well, much to Eddie's disdain. They ask why she isn't home working on the homework they got, and she says loudly, Daddy got us a bigger house because he's the president of the bank. And I'm like, holy shit, it's the rich girl from Elves Don't Wear Hard Hats. Yeah. But now she has a crush on Eddie all of a sudden. They probably established that in another book, but I don't know. For reasons. But the kids aren't impressed with her new house, as they say it's near a cemetery, and name drop the the chapter title. The, the, yeah. 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 The, <laughs> this gets the attention of Scout, who walks over to Carrie and asks where she lives. The kids say there's a cemetery there, and this piques Scout's interest, as she's been sent ahead by the family she's working for to investigate Bailey City. Like a scout? And find them a home there. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're, you, you're so clever, Sam. This is the most unoriginal fucking name for a character. Oh, she's the Scout. Bonk. Boink! Yeah, it's Oz now! Get out of my way! It's Femboy Scout from TF2. Scout walks away from the kids and speaks into a tape recorder. The kids are creeped out by her and are like, I've never heard of a house detective, and Howie's like, she's no detective, she's a spy, baby. Spy! Yeah, there's a spy over there! Oh, she's part of the blue team! Oh, Scout's just a family name. Yes! I did it! (laughs) I knew you'd like that one. Uh, TF2 jokes for Sam. She loves them. TF2 was like my hyperfixation for a while, so... I'm well aware that I was dating you at the time. I know. Yes. Yet you're still with me. Sadly. Marriage is a rip-off, kid! (laughs) Love you. Love you, too. Chapter 4, Bailey City Spy. That's kind of fun to say, Bailey City Spy. Bailey City Spy, yeah, it is. It's, it's the Y's. It's the yeah. Y's at the end. It's reverse, I don't know what ending alliteration is called. but Because it's not ones, a rhyme. Yeah. But. But they, they have that, that nice flow. I don't know. Like reverse alliteration. I know what you mean. Yeah. The next morning, the kids meet up under the old oak tree, as usual, and discuss the pain in the ass the homework was, and Eddie is like, what homework? Lol. The kids are also discussed being creeped out by Scout, and how she's a spy. The freaking Scout's a spy! Medic! 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 Just keep going that through the whole time. Eddie doesn't think she's a spy, because there's no one to spy on in the city. Which is valid, like, again. Yeah. They, they come from a podunk town, come on. He's like, it's the size of a fucking shoebox. Who are they going to spy on? Oh, that's a good that's a good pull from the book right there. Uh, but Howie theorizes maybe she's meeting with a spy. Melody has enough of this shit and is like, there are no spies in Bailey City. Liza is like, are you sure about that? And points out that Mrs. Jeepers is passing by now and is speaking into a tape recorder. That bears a strong resemblance to the one that Scout was using yesterday. Eddie, uh, Eddie laughs at the idea of them being spies, but Howie isn't going to laugh this one off, as he has news for the others that they're not going to like. It's a chapter break. Chapter 5. 
Spies for the living dead. <laughs> that spy ain't one of us. Howie pulls out an old and tattered book. He reads a passage and it goes a little something like this. Read page 23, last paragraph, and onward. You'll know when to stop. In the world of the undead, Howie read, vampires depend on the help from ghouls to survive. Half-dead and half-living ghouls travel the earth searching for the perfect homes where families of vampires can live safely. The ghouls' lives are full of sorrow, and they are rarely known to smile. Without these trustworthy spies, vampires would be in serious danger. Yep. He believes Scout is a ghoulish scout for a troop of vampires. Chapter 6. Easter Bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Melody and Eddie goof on Liza and Howie, thinking this hot piece of ass goth is another monster. Eddie even claims whenever someone is a little different, they automatically think they're a monster. Yet again. Dot, dot, dot. Eddie dog, I'm pretty sure you're guilty of that too. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he's done that too. But yeah, it's still the point of, Yeah. he's still right. Like, yeah. Uh, they decide to bet on whether or not Scout is a ghoul, and they go back to Burger Doodle after school for shakes. They spy on Scout, and she's still the same quiet sad girl who enjoys red syrup covered sundays. But suddenly, trouble arrives. A chapter break. <gasps> That's my favorite part about these books, because, like, the chapter breaks are so consistent like this, where they just break right there. We found something. It's like a goosebump side. That's why I love these ones. It tries so hard to try to be a goosebump. But not scary. Not scary. Like, not even all. remotely. No. Chapter 7. Batty Family. It's Mrs. Jeepers. The kids are scared because they think she's going to berate them for not doing their homework, even though school barely let out. They take out their spelling books to look inconspicuous. Mrs. Jeepers ignores the kids but heads straight to Scout and hands them a small green notebook and makes her exit. The kids are concerned that the two know each other. They wonder if Scout is Mrs. Jeepers' ghoulish scout trying to find a home so Mrs. Jeepers can bring uh, bring more vampires to their small town. They're just lesbians. Then Eddie name drops the book title... He said it! He said it! I think I put that. Yep, yep, I put it there. <laughs> and they wonder if ghouls really do scoop ice cream. I'll probably drop it right there now. <laughs> Chapter 6. Drinking Blood. Scout heads to the back room and Eddie decides it's time for action. He's planning on trying the mysterious red syrup that the kids think is either blood or strawberry. The others try to stop him but aren't able to. As soon as he gets there, Scout appears and apprehends him, but Eddie, being the quick thinker that he is, says he has a question for her. The others decide this is not good and try to make a run for it and grab Eddie. But Eddie breaks free and asks what family Scout works for, and she says it's a secret. He then asks what kind of house are they looking for. She says one built of stone with no windows or neighbors. Eddie says that sounds like Ruby Cave. But before Scout can choke the living shit out of him, the kids run out of that out of the establishment. Chapter 9. Ghoul Fools. Bad. It's a terrible name. Yes. Terrible name. Terrible. It's awful. <laughs> I don't want any of this. The kids stop in front of the cemetery. They discuss their findings. They believe that Eddie may have found out too much about the family Scout is scouting for. They think she's going to come after Eddie and fucking kill the chode. They then discuss how they've never seen Scout smile, and this gives Howie an idea. A terrible, terrible idea. I will say, honestly, when you work in customer service, why do you want to smile? Because you gotta smile! 
I told you what I did it Tuesday morning, right? Yeah, you did the 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 smile, smile that scares Noelia. Yeah, yeah. Chap- hey, I'm proud of that. Okay. Chapter ten, Operation Eddie. Howie starts marching in the direction of Doodleburger, and everyone is like, "WTF, mate?" He says he has an idea inspired by Eddie that he's calling Operation Eddie. He doesn't reveal the plan just yet. He just names it and says it will save Bailey City. Chapter eleven, Gloom and doom we're literally about to hit the ending here guys there's two more fucking chapters <laughs> yep this is why i choose these books for short episodes because it takes no time that's oh, beautiful again like 20 minutes howie explains that ghouls like gloom and doom the song by rolling stones drop it chris just drop it. it's really good thanks So it's time to make the city seem lively and funny. So they go home and meet back up at Doodleburger in 30 minutes. All the kids are there except for Eddie, and they're dressed ridiculously. Howie has his clothes turned inside out and is wearing a pair of Groucho Mark glasses. Melody has the appearance of a clown without makeup, and Melody has, has a rubber chicken and a hat with plastic birds on it. They decide to start their operation without Eddie, as Scout welcomes them in... The kids start stinging and dancing inside the restaurant, making true asses of themselves. And I'm like, I would hate this. Like, I I cringed at this fucking yeah. moment. I'm like, this would not make me smile. This would make me go get the fuck out of here. I, I would be like, can you? Is this a TikTok? Please leave. Even if it is, fuck you, go. No, leave. Don't. Calling security. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be working. And Scout grabs Howie's arm. They're done for. It seems. Chapter twelve. Super Eddie. Eddie suddenly comes barging in almost naked. The book says he's naked. Yeah, they're like, and they're he's like, naked. Okay, he's not naked. So, okay, there's not a naked little boy here wiggling his penis at people, okay? <laughs> Calm down. This is an Animorphs book one. Wait, n- l- there's no little boy penis. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry, just what you said, is, though. This like... isn't Monster Blood 3. Little boy penis isn't waving around uh, through ripped clothes. It's okay, guys. <laughs> This book's rated P, rated G for little boy penis. <laughs> Dove Foundation approved for lack of little boy penis. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is not Dove Foundation approved. Actually, it is, surprisingly enough. <laughs> Bullshit, you know it. <laughs> now they love me, I've contacted them. <laughs> Don't lie. I, I lie, because that's why they love me. Just like they love Donald Trump. <laughs> okay. So, Eddie's not naked. He's wearing a red polka dot, red polka dotted swim trunks with a t- towel around his neck like a cape. He has also drawn a giant S and red lipstick on his chest and also covered the outer part of his lips with the same lipstick and was wearing eyeshadow for some reason, which I thought was the weirdest detail. He just wants to do drag. Apparently. Oh, this book is banned in Florida. Oh, oh no. He jumps up on a table and starts cracking bad jokes at Scout. Uh, Arl Stein would be proud. <laughs> She's unfazed by this as well. Eddie then grabs the ladle of chocolate syrup and gets it everywhere, and then takes the whipped cream hose and starts creaming everyone. There's even a photo of him creaming. Oh, I'm not done, Sam. Be calm, calm your cream. <laughs> he creams the girls and Howie, and then he gives a big cream to Scout. Thank you very much. He then covers her in the red syrup, and suddenly, Scout's mouth starts to form a smile. It's finally working. 
Eddie tells another bad joke and plays with the whipped cream some more. Then, for some reason, Mrs. Jeepers comes into the establishment and gets creamed by Eddie straight in the face. Oh. That awkward moment when you cream your teacher in the face. I mean, I'd, 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 I'd do it for her. Uh, the sight of Mrs. Jeepers' face covered in cream finally gets Scout cracking up. The next day, the kids go back to Doodleburger and find Scout's not there. In her place is a pimple-faced teenaged Melvin. We learn the kids helped clean up the mess and weren't savagely beaten by Mrs. Jeepers for creaming her in the face, as she loves whipped cream. Wink. We don't know what happened to Scout, and the story just ends there. Like, what happened to Scout? Where the yeah. fuck is Scout? Is, is she dead? Is, is she a ghoul? Is she... What, what the fuck? This shit is so fucking anticlimactic as fuck, man. No, I had that. I'm just like, this is anticlimactic. Like, like holy fuck balls. Like, I thought her at least being like, oh no, she is for my family. And then it'd be that... Im- that is she a ghoul? Is she not? Like, they dropped so <laughs> much stuff. There's like, literally, they don't go after those tape recorders. They don't go after the green notebook. They don't even fucking taste the sauce. Yeah, they don't even taste the sauce. There's nothing. They, they, they just ignore so many plot points. Like, they're so ignored, it's really sad. I feel like they're like, we hit the 60 page. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we're done. I feel like this was a Debbie Dadley one, personally. Because I feel like Marsha Thorne, uh, Thornton jo- Jones Jones writes writes it whenever the kids are whenever the kids are really awful she writes them because we've read a book by her and the kid was fucking awful in that is that the Godzilla yes okay Godzilla ate my homework that was so boring that was so bad but like I feel like if Debbie writes it she at least writes pretty decent characters but she can't write a story like it, it like I feel like when when one does more than the other you can kind of tell yeah like if the kids are shitheads but there's a Decent, there's an actual story there with an actual conclusion. It's probably Marsha. But if it's got really good kids, but no fucking outcome, it's probably Debbie. Yeah. Debbie! Debbie! So, Sam, what are your notes? So, my notes, one of the things is, one of the first things are like, she has red eyes. I'm like, she's just stoned. <laughs> she's sure. just stoned. Very stoned. Calm down. That's why she's slurping up the fucking Sunday. She's <laughs> just stoned as fuck. Oh, this is the best shit, man. <laughs> also, they point out in, like, chapter one, they're like, we put garlics all around her class, and she has a garlic allergy like a vampire. I'm like, maybe she just has a food allergy of fucking psychos. Yeah. And then a lot of, oh my god, Eddie has a point. <laughs> and I'm like, Mrs. Jeepers with Scout, I ship it. <laughs> they're just trying to find a home together. Okay. And then, uh, 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 you said it. Yep. And then... There's a photo of Eddie creaming everyone. Yes. Or the picture, I guess. And then there's a picture of just Scout smiling and laughing with cream-covered face. Uh, and then I creamed that cover. The uh, OnlyFans was complete. The OnlyFans was complete. She's, and then anticlimactic. She sits on the cake. <laughs> uh, my two notes, I don't have too many notes for this one either, are... Howie looks like a child version of Sean Chatfield from Mega64. <laughs> He really did. Throughout this book, I'm just like, I really want to take a picture and be like, is this you, Sean Chatfield? But he probably, well, maybe I will do it. Maybe I'll do it before Be like, this, this you? And then he'll yeah. be like, lol. Yeah. Uh, and then I looked up and couldn't find anything about ghouls being servants to vampires. What I found out about ghouls was stuff I already knew. That they're Arabic in origin and are beings that scour the graveyards, devouring the flesh of the dead and children. Stuff I already knew about ghouls. Like, so the other thing I put when they put like the what ghoul their definition of ghouls? Yeah. Renfield. Yeah, yeah, it's just a familiar. Yeah, it's familiar. 
So, Sam, uh, speaking of Renfield, do you have any pairings with this book? I would say Renfield, because, again, the like, Renfield is you... also on mine as well. Nothing like a movie that just came out that also has a familiar finding a new home for his vampire master. Yeah. And just having a good bloody time. Oh, God, that was, it was so fun. It was a, it was a lot of fun. I, it's probably going to be on um, Paramount Plus soon. Not, not Paramount Plus. Um, that was a Universal movie, so it's on uh, Peacock probably soon. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of any, anything else. I've got two more. Any Guillermo episode of What We Do in the Shadows, he's not a ghoul, but he does take care of vampires because that's what familiars do. But familiars don't screw up ice cream doesn't have the same. No, no. I just, I found that the the concept, though. I I was able to make a pairing. Yeah. Like I said. And then my final pairing is probably my best pairing is Gravity Falls Season 1, Episode 1, Taurus Trapped. I'm always trying to find a reason to watch or get others to watch Gravity Falls, and here's another one. The first episode of the series has Mabel dating a mysterious, hooded teenager that Dipper thinks is a flesh-eating zombie. Hmm. Sounds and looks familiar to me, right, Sam? Yeah, I was gonna say, those are both good pairings, because, yeah, Guillermo yep. just trying to do the work, and the it's it's undead. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sam, do you have anything else to say before we go into rating and reviews? For a second, honestly, like, with the last chapter, I thought I missed a couple of pages. I do, too! I was like, wait... Like, it legit, I thought, like, pages fell out. I legit thought, like, maybe there was a page that fell out or something. Like, chapter 13 appeared. Yeah. Like, between, like, after the picture of her being creamed. Like, because after the cream pictures, it's just the last page. Yeah. And it's like, wait, wh- what? That, that's it? The yeah. fuck? So that's my big, like, thing is it was so weirdly anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing came back to full circle. Yeah, there's no, there's no conclusion. Yeah. This feels like an unfinished book. Yeah. Like they, they, it feels like a. This feels like in, in Elf when they're trying to sell that book without the last two pages. What happened to the dog and the duck? See, I was thinking it's like a fan fiction when they're like you're one chapter away from it being complete, mm-hmm. and then the author just gives up on it. <laughs> and the last time it was updated was like 2012. Okay, that All is right. the feeling I get. All right, Sam, what's your rating and review then? So it's honestly still not the worst book mm-hmm. we've read. It's not even I would say in some ways the worst Bailey School Kids. Mm-hmm. Like, plot-wise, it's definitely weaker than Elves Don't Wear Hard Hats. That, that one's still probably my favorite that we've read. Honestly, same, like, of the ones we've read. Like, this one's, I I still think, I think it's, like, the second best one that we've read. Yeah. Personally. But that's not saying much about the other two. Because one was just fat-phobic, the other was short-phobic. At least Elves That Don't Wear Hard Hats may have been short-phobic, but at least he wasn't, uh, what's it called? At least they kind of got back at Eddie. Yeah. And Eddie wasn't a piece of, It's whatever Eddie isn't a piece of shit. That's when the book is decent. Yeah, because he actually like gets his shit together, and I was like, oh my god, I don't want to punch him in the face. Yep. So I would honestly give this, like, I feel like just because it feels unfinished, a two out of five. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Because, yeah. I was digging this one as Eddie isn't a terrible piece of shit in it, but it's pretty lackluster. Not much happens in this 66-page book with huge fonts and illustrations. We don't get an ending. We barely get a plot. They kind of just leave it there and don't go into the relationship between Scout and Mrs. Jeepers that Sam so barely really was craving there. I mean, I at least want to know what the relationship is, if anything. I, I'm, yeah. Even if it's like, oh, this is my cousin. This is my sister. She is my wife. We don't discover what anyone's recordings are or what's inside the little green notebook Mrs. Jeepers hands to Scout. This is a pretty weak one for a series that doesn't have super strong stories. I'm disappointed in this one. It just ends, and we don't get a conclusion. 
And I won't lie, I was enjoying it up until the last few chapters, but because of how it ends, it leaves me feeling broken, shattered inside. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, you know what song that was? Take me out! Okay. Franz Ferdinand? Yes. This one gets a measly two cream-covered goth trans girls out of five. <laughs> so are they a femboy or a trans girl? I, yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't decide, honestly. I still say non-binary. I'll give you, I'll give non-binary. I'll go with non-binary. So, or gender fluid or something gender fluid, like that. something. You know, that's, that's our headcanon. When, when it comes to Bailey School Kids books, it's everyone's headcanon of, like, what kind of homosexual, what kind of LGBTQ plus person are they? Yeah. Like, they're always gawking at someone who's gay. Yeah. But what kind of gay? Yeah, there are different flavors. Yep. Like, Santa was a bear. Santa was definitely a bear. Uh, the leprechaun was just a, was a nice little, uh, what's the short, gay, hairy gay guy? Is that an otter? Otter, yeah. Otter. Or is that, like, no, something that's else? Otter. I'm pretty sure that's otter. I feel like he's an otter. I feel like the elves are muscle twinks. Those guys were definitely muscle twinks. <laughs> And this one's definitely a possible... I, I'm going to... I think I'm going to go with you and go non-binary gender fluid. Yeah. Because she definitely wears a very... She She's definitely trying to hide her more feminine side with the hoodie, which I find that that's sometimes what uh, certain people who want to be non-binary gender fluid tend to do that for their hiding spot. I was going to say both trans men and trans women tend to have the theme of the dysphoria hoodie is what it's known as. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Um... Thank you for saying, pulling my ass out of the fire because I felt like I was not speaking what relatively right, but I think I, I guess I was getting. No, you're not that far off. Like, okay, good. Because like, yeah, like because I'm not. I'm 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 part of the community, but I'm not really part of the community. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I don't follow that stuff. I just am very supportive of it. I am pansexual. I am uh, gender fluid, as I've said before. I am I am fluid inside this cup. I'm a cat. You just put you in a cup and you just fit. Yeah, I just fit. No, you fall over, but that's just because volume. If I sits, if I if I fits, I sits. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, the two out of five book. But for a Bailey, what about for a Bailey school kid score though? What uh, would you give this one? It's still probably like a three out of five because I was literally thinking the same. No thing. No ending. No flipping ending. Could have been a better score. Could have definitely been a better score. If you added a fucking ending that at least tied some of the points. Yeah. Like, even if they're like, but then what about the syrup? Yeah. Like, there's, like, there's, they, they just drop so many plot points, and that's the fucking problem with this one. There's no conclusion to any of these. Like, sometimes we get them, sometimes we don't. But at time, least most of the time, whenever they drop one of those, you get a conclusion. With elves, when Eddie left the shoes out, the, the main one was wearing the shoes afterwards. Um, what, a fucking... With Santa, the fucking, like, wishes came true. Yeah, shit like that. Like, you gotta give us something here. Like, I think this one was definitely, like, get get this one rushed out. We have to get this book out within the month. Because I'm pretty sure that, it's yeah, it's Scholastic. So, yeah, this was definitely part of the, oh, we gotta get this new, we gotta get this book out within this month. Come on, guys. We That's have a quota kind of thing. We have no time to actually fit anything together. Let's just go, go, go. Honestly, makes me a little sad that it didn't. It, it felt so lackluster, especially since uh, what's it called? Um, the Alps one was this number thirty-one. Never mind. That was like that was like uh, fourteen books away from this one. I think. Okay. Because yeah, Alps and Wear Hair Hats number seventeen. This is number thirty-one. So fun times. Alrighty. Well, thank you for joining us this week on Drunken Book Club. Uh, hey, if you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to follow us on Twitter. Coming eventually, Instagram at dbc underscore pod. And if you really like what you heard, 
join our Patreon. It's a dollar a month to help support this little indie podcast. You know, we're a little, we're a little podcast I could. Hee, hee, hee. Um, for that dollar, you get a bonus episode every month. You get the podcast episodes up early. You get our show notes. Well, my show notes, at least. <laughs> um, gonna say mine's just chicken scratched inside of a notebook. Yeah. I, I don't know why you don't, uh, never mind. You, you, you have too much stuff going on in your Google Docs. Yeah, I've got like so many That's why you docs. use one of your other Google, Google, uh, profiles. I only have one. Really? Yes. I have like four. <laughs> but that's because I have, what's it called? I have my casual one that I use for everything, two podcast ones, and then my professional one. Yeah, this is just everything. Yeah, so. yeah, which is fair. That's fair. To be fair, it has fan fiction as well as college documents from like 10 years ago. Which I don't know why you kept. I've been deleting them. Yeah, good, good, good. Excellent. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it really does help us out. It's a dollar a month. And you also have the choice to give us options for books, make suggestions, as long as they're within their limits. I I, I have w- what those limits are in the actual, like, thing there. You know, no book over 250 pages has to be at least somewhat appropriate for the podcast. Like, we're not going to be reading the Telltale Heart. Not Telltale Heart, goddammit. Um, uh, the story that was freaking about, that they adapted uh, Hellraiser from. Uh, the Clive Barker, uh... The Clive Barker store, short story. Heart of I Darkness? Have... What? Heart of Darkness? Heart of Darkness? No, that's way off. Okay. That's, I... not, that's not Clive Barker. I don't fucking remember. That's a really good story, though. Heart of Darkness. That's a okay. really good one. We should. We weren't going to read that one for the podcast, either. <laughs> We're not going to read Johnny Got His Gun, my favorite book. Okay, guys? I'm not going to read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Universe. How long is the first one? I don't know. I don't remember. It's been forever. And to be fair, I had like the omnibus. Yeah. Omnibus. So it was like. Omnibus. 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 Did, did it have the little green guy that uh, Scott Adams hated? I don't think it. Maybe it did. <laughs> to be fair, it's been like forever. <laughs> always cracked ago. me up so much that how much like, he hated fuck that. this guy. Yeah, he's like, I fucking hate that thing. I'm British. And they're like, put it on everything. The Americans are just like. Lol. <laughs> Which I think is so funny because it looks like a British cover, though. Yeah. With that goofy little green guy. Yeah, but no, he fucking hated it. Oh, he fucking hated that shit. Sam, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and maybe some other places at Berserker Rose. And you can follow our friends as well who aren't on this episode, but we love supporting them. We love saying who they are. Weiss, as at Forced Left Hander. Uh, Instagram and YouTube. Check out his stuff and his work there. It is awesome. It's so good. I only watch his stuff. He's the best indigenous peoples I know. I know many. My best friend's indigenous. He's perfect. I'm on CNN. Get over it. Uh, Sound like Rocky having a Donald Trump induced stroke. I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> uh, and make sure to follow our buddy Brandon at Eldritch Maid, M-A-I-D, as in the the sexy kind. Ooh, E-A-H. Ooh, ah, ah, ooh, E-A-H. Ooh, ah, ah. I have no sympathy for Sam. I did not yawn back at her. I'm not a dog. I don't <laughs> yawn back. Dogs never yawned back at me. Really? Yeah. They must not like you. They, apparently, <laughs> apparently, and this was like my dog, like my pets. <laughs> like, fucking Rusty didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, Rusty was an, would also try to blame his farts on you. Yeah. So he was kind of an asshole to begin with. He's kind of a jerk in so, that way. Yeah. Uh, so, Sam, what song do you think we should go off on? Uh, my milkshake brings all the boys. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't thinking that one. I was actually thinking of uh, uh, Black Number One by Typo Negative, but maybe... I do like Black Number One, though, too. Yeah. Well, maybe I, I'll find a fusion of the two. <laughs> oh, God. There, there are two types of people with this 
It kind of works. You could make it work. Like, if you slow down the the uh, lyric part a bit, it'll probably work or speed up the actual music bit. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, thank you for joining us. And, as always, the... Hey, I, 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 I keep forgetting to say our tagline at the beginning of the episode, but our tagline, as always, is... The drinks aren't required, but the books are. That's not what it is. Shut You'll up. You'll put it in post. No, I won't. Fix it in post. Nope. Okay. You're the boss.